Yes, you kind of know what that music means. It is time for a brand new episode of Ian Hates Movies. My name is Ian. And I'm Kelly. Hey, Kelly. It sounds like you have some sinus issues or something. Yay, allergy season. I thought that started like a long time ago. Yeah, I don't know. There's something blooming here that's, I don't know. It happens. But hey, you get to be a little bit happy because we are talking about a good movie today, right? No, absolutely not. Oh, no. I see the eyebrow go up, but I'm not sure if that means that you're joking with me. Is there sarcasm? Is it real? I have no, no idea. It falls into the hole of a shitty sequel. No. Yeah. Oh, Why yeah. can't we ever have a show that we agree? Yeah, no. <laughs> ever. This is no. And I was confirmed by a number of other hardcore Galaxy fans that it was half-assed and felt like watching Family Guy is the quote. Wow. We are definitely going to get into that, but hey, what a great tease that is because before we get into all that, we're going to go into some other things first, right? Woohoo. So Kelly, you know how I feel about The Dark Tower, right? Yeah, it's we're on par with how I feel about Star Wars and Disney. No, your fandom is just as hardcore as my Disney and Star Wars stuff. Oh, no, Wars no, no. Stuff. I was sorry. I was just comparing like well-written things to like poorly written No, 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 <laughs> Passion towards crap. It can still be a passion. But by the way, you can never be close to where I am because I've marked my body with stuff for the Dark Tower. You have Marvel and Disney tattoos that I'm unaware of? Yeah, no, no, I'm going to plead the fifth on that still. Fine, fine, fine. The point of bringing it up is that the first full-length official trailer for The Dark Tower came out last week. So people have had time to digest it. There's been plenty of talk. I really don't listen to anyone else online, so this is just my opinion off the top of my head. But before I say it, I did want to ask what your opinion is, Kelly, without actually reading the books or knowing the full story. Coming in and viewing this trailer, not having really any backstory over the other than just overviews that I've gotten from other very big Dark Tower fans, mm-hmm. it's grabbing for me because I still don't really. I mean, it gives you kind of a fun scenario, and I it gives you characters that you can already kind of root and hate for. And I do like who they cast for these characters, only because I like them as actors, and I think that they could probably do literary characters some sort of justice. So trailer-wise, it did grasp you as something you would want to see. Yeah, I think it's interesting. I mean, it's it's a multidimensional world. It's got the sci-fi and Western thing going on, hence why Back to the Future 3 is still kind of... Anyway, so that's why I feel that it, it I'm intrigued by this. Plus, I like Idris Elba. He's always been probably... I enjoy most of his movies. No, I think casting is fine for what it is right now, because really you're only going to have three major characters in this movie. It's going to be the man in black, which is Matthew McConaughey. It's going to be Idris Elba, who's Roland the gunslinger. Right. And then the little kid, I don't know who that is, but he's Jake from the book as well. Okay. It's not really a spoiler because they've kind of already said this to everyone, but basically these films are going to be sequels to the book. Books, I should say. Books. So how's that going to work out? As opposed to with Disney doing Star Wars and it's a continuation of the story, sequels are kind of one-off. Well, I'll tell you this, the way it kind of goes is the same way that Star Wars is basically remaking the entire stories from the past and feeding it to you like it's a new movie. Well, That's no, no, no. what The Dark Tower is. No, I agree with you on that, but it's it, Star Wars is based on iconic characters so most movies take those ideas and remake them in multi-purposes and whatever literally and we're skipping ahead a little bit but there was the new star wars trailer before Mm -hmm. guardians of the galaxy 2 and wasn't there just training sequences and shit i mean didn't this already happen before just with a new person it's the exact same story Alien Covenant comes out, and that's the exact same story again. No. People will still go see it because oh, people yes. like the alien. Well, what I'm saying basically is that in order to not tell you the ending of the entire Dark Tower series, which is eight books long and spanned mm-hmm. years and years, decades of Yeah, but time, it touches in multiple other books, too. And it does. That's what I'm saying. It's right. tons it's of tons thing. of... Yeah. 
without giving away what happens, the reason that these are considered sequels and or retellings of the story is because it will be sequels to people who read the books, not people who are coming into the storyline. So in theory, there should be enough hidden Easter eggs or nods to whatever in the books that should keep you interested as a hardcore person. And I can still enjoy the story because I don't need to necessarily know all of that stuff. Possibly. Maybe the best way to put it is a way that I did a long, long time ago, which was, remember in the new Star Trek movie? And I'm talking about the first new redo of the Star Trek movies. Star Trek. That one. When they do that whole timeline split, that basically means that, oh, these are going to be the same stories with the same characters, but they've now changed the timeline a little bit. Right. That's similar to what's happening in the Dark Tower. Okay, interesting. So they should continue these movies the same way they would Star Wars, where you get like one a year or one every two years that will just continue on. And they can do basically whatever they want now because they said the storyline is not exactly it's more of a sequel compared to it. So that's how they're going to do it. So they're not taking the novelization and turning it into a direct film like they did with the Harry Potters. This is a one offshoot. From what I've read this is going to be almost a combination of different parts of three of the books. Okay, do you feel like when they kind of do that, because I know they've done that with other books um, that have a decent series, do you think they're going to leave stuff out, or do you think that they could probably compress these books into those three events or three whatever? Well, they'll just continue the movies, I think. Okay. But the issue that I had with the trailer itself was not that they're changing things because I knew that was going to happen. I mean, right away, anyone who's read any of the Dark Towers knows that that's not how Jake gets into the unit. Like, everyone knows that right away. They're like, what the fuck is happening? My so issue... Doesn't Doctor Strange it in? Is that what you're saying? Like, just magic? Because he goes through the glowing circle. He does that in the third book. See, oh, there's okay. a lot of... Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a lot of things. But the thing that killed me about it was they made it very dumbed-down action movie-esque. There should be in this movie no attack on a village where there are these weird creatures trying to drag off Jake. It just doesn't happen. There is no meeting between Roland and the man in black where they have a firefight. I like the idea of how good they're showing he is with the guns because the guns are pretty much a part of him. And I'm not talking. Yeah, yeah, I'm not talking about a superhero way. I did not like that line either. When they said the gunslingers are like super. It's not true. That annoys me a lot. I don't remember. The line I got was they were knights of their time. There was another line about superheroes. Okay, I, I, I blanked that one out apparently. Okay. Look, we'll go into it way more when we go to see this movie. It's coming out August 4th. It's definitely happening. I'm just. I'm disappointed in, like, you know how much I love Stephen King. He's given me some of the greatest books I've ever read in my life. But for some reason, the man does not care about the movies. He just does whatever, and he just doesn't care. And I'll never understand that. Okay. I understand completely. I know people might, you know, fire back at me, like, why don't you just give it a chance, blah, blah, blah. I know these books back and forth. I know everything about them. I just want them to be good. And the way that I saw them editing everything and the way it's filmed and the extra scenes are things that never, ever happened in the entire eight books. So I worry that they're adding things that they don't have to because they really do have a good story and it doesn't need action film stuff. It doesn't need to be Fast and Furious 9 with guns. It does if it wants to make its money back. If not, it would have been an independent movie and we would have saw it at a film festival and then it would have been done correctly. Yeah, this makes me sad. I know. Just look forward to that episode where I'm just going to go completely off. Or I'll be like, this is the greatest thing Stephen King has ever done movie-wise, and I'm so happy, and this is great. Let me go get more tattoos. (laughs) I don't know if you saw on Valentine's Day last year or this year or whatever, they were doing some contest to go out on a date with Idris Elba. And I, I seriously thought about entering just so I could have a chance to talk Dark Tower with him. Because apparently he's read the books. And I just want to grill him the entire time. And then maybe make out with him, too. I mean, he's right, a handsome dude, man. You're not going to let this suck, right, dude? Because, yeah. I mean, you can't let this suck. Please don't let this suck. You're talking about the kisses? Or are you talking Both. about... Both. Oh, okay. I mean, it can be a throw-up. Awkward. <laughs> I think he's actually bigger than you. I mean, you know, whatever. I don't think so. Have you seen these shoulders? Oh, hence the tattoos. Nice accent pieces. <laughs> Thank you. So anyways, we'll talk about that much later. But as everyone knows, we are talking Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Boo! Shut your face! (laughs) How did I choose you as the co-host of the show? I don't understand it. 
Oh man. I just never pegged you to be such a family guy friend. Like I really didn't that, think that By the way, that makes no sense. I hope you explain that in a second. Let's go through the trailers and then we'll get to that point because I was gonna bring that up. Good. You said you only had two trailers, correct? Yeah. What format did you watch the movie in? Oh no, standard two D. Oh, okay. I did IMAX three D. Was there a reason why you just chose the standard? I got off work and that was what was playing. And what were your two trailers? Well, because Marvel's owned by Disney, it was just Thor and Star Wars. And you liked both trailers? I hated both trailers. <laughs> you hated both trailers. What did you have against the Thor one? Let's go with the Thor one. Um, They're turning him into He-Man, but there's all this 80s bullshit, and I kind of hate that because that's kind of Guardians thing. They kind of wrap that up in their whole little thing that they're doing. Why are you shoving Thor into this when he's... It's mythology. Why are you trying to make this... The only thing no. I'm going to defend on it is maybe that's just the marketing that they're currently using. Hopefully, because they better not do that kind of a soundtrack, because that's not what that movie is. That's not what those movies are. You've not set up that precedence. Well, I originally thought that this coming Thor movie was going to be a lot darker. Like, I thought this was the fall of Asgard. Yeah, I exactly. thought this was like the Why coming a bad of... Video yeah, game? I thought it was the coming of Thanos. Like, I'm glad they're doing Thor versus Hulk, even though I'm sure that's just a teaser... I'm sure they only fight for like two minutes and then they figure out a way to escape or whatever. But Spoiler alert, there are multiple Hulks in the universe. No, I know that. Did you think I did? Probably not Bruce Bannon. I can understand that. But also, in the universe that they've created, Bruce is gone. No one knows where he is. So it is possible that that is the same Bruce. Possible. Because I don't know if they want to open up that can of worms yet. Plus, it gives them a reason to pretend to hate each other. Because Thor right away is like, that's my friend from work. You know, and then everyone laughs, and then they fight, so. Or Infinity War is going to be such a clusterfuck that they feel like, screw it, we'll bring some more Hulks into this. Infinity War should be a clusterfuck, because that's what it is. And then everyone dies, except for yeah, one. perfect. We won't talk about that for people that don't know. Ha 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 ha. All right, so what didn't you like about Star Wars? I will preface this, by the way, by saying that the theater that I went to was very good. There were only two moments that made me go like... Come on, man. And one of them was a guy, one person, by the way, when the Star Wars trailer started, started clapping. <laughs> and I looked. It's that one like hardcore. Yay, Star Wars yes. fan. When I was walking in, I was like, that's the guy that's going to do it. And that's what he did. Wow. So was he just in the robes or was he like full blown Star Lord? Because we like to dress up and that's how we show our enthusiasm. No, for a little insider look or an inside joke for people, he was wearing, for anyone that knows wrestling, he was wearing a King of Strong Style Shinsuke Nakamura shirt. So, (laughs) right there. (laughs) And by the way, Shinsuke is awesome, but that's... Awesome. I wouldn't have a shirt of his. But anyways, so what didn't you, as a huge fan of Star Wars, what didn't you like about the trailer? I don't like watching trailers for movies... For Star Wars, period. Um, just like I, tr- if I actually want to go see the movie, I don't watch the trailer. I didn't see any of the Guardians trailers. I was trying to not watch the Thor stuff, but thank you, social media. It was posted freaking everywhere. everywhere. Yes. Um, so I was already irritated when it started. I kind of figured there'd be something, but in the poster too, looks like it sucks. Like you guys didn't, re- you didn't really give me a good poster either. So. <laughs> mm. I don't know. From what I saw, it looks like they're rehashing everything again. So I obviously don't care about it. But there are tons and tons of Star Wars fans that are going to make it the biggest movie ever because every December you're going to get another one. So I'm just surprised that you didn't like it because you are such a huge fan. It's that's not the story. I don't really care about this continuation at this point. Um, The only one I'm looking forward to will be Han Solo's. That's what I can. He's the character I care about, and I killed him off in the last one. So spoiler alert. Yep. <laughs> so I got the Hitman's Bodyguard, Spider-Man Homecoming, Star Wars, Thor, Transformers The Last Night, and Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man Tells No Tales. Oh my, it was Ew. so fucking long. Not only is the title long, the whole fucking trailer was long. It was tough. So Hitman's Bodyguard you might like. That's Ryan Reynolds and Sam Jackson, where one's a hitman and one's a bodyguard, and then they have to protect and they don't want to. It's They're a joke is right there. Whitney Houston bodyguard. Yes, but with Gosling, right? Quote unquote. I think comedy. I saw that poster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's bad. Awesome. Spider-Man: Homecoming. I still don't have high hopes for because I don't like the friend. Iron Man Four. Yeah, he's in like half of it at least. Right. Maybe even more. But yeah, I will go see it. We will go see it as a show. Yep. 
But the comedy relief already comes from Spider-Man and from Tony Stark. Why do you need a chubby friend to be everywhere that he is? I don't get it. I, I don't know. We'll see how that goes. But that will be on our list, of course. Transformers The Last Night <laughs> looks so fucking ridiculous. How is it the last? Aren't they making four more after this one, too? Well, they're splitting between medieval times, when I guess medieval times they fought the Transformers, and then now times where Optimus Prime has decided to be bad. Yeah. I just, I don't understand any of that franchise anymore. I'm not sure if I did before. I loved Transformers as a kid, but not the movies. Right. No, of course. No, wait. Does this have um, a Marky Mark in it? Yes. And they left probably the worst line he could possibly say in the trailer. It's like, we're not leaving Prime. I know you're not acting, but can you give me something? Like, I know Michael Bay wasn't going to stop and go like, let's do that again. No, no, no. (laughs) Yeah. Nah. Just swing I'll your reshoot head. the same scenes over and over again and just put different Transformers in them. Yep. But you just kind of dialogues just to get to the next yeah. blowing up. Swing your wet hair around and then we're going to make it slow motion. It's going to be awesome. Yes. Pretend like the trees are trying to kill you like that other movie. Hello, my name is Elliot Moore. I'm just going to talk in a very positive manner. Giving off good vibes. We're just here to use the bathroom. Then we're just going to leave. I hope that's okay. Plastic. Talking. Oh, the happening. The happening. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, pirates blow. So We have duh. You people like movies based on a ride. How do you like that? Mm, no, Haunted Mansion with Eddie Murphy it was very bad. Yeah, but people didn't like that one. Which is ridiculous because it's the most popular ride. But now yeah. we're just making rides after movies because we just opened Avatar Land. Yep. And um, we, they just turned tower and disneyland into some hideous guardian thing now and yeah no so that's awesome all right over under on how many people are going to kill themselves after going to avatar land and realizing it's better than the real life go Mm, 2000 over and under over i'm glad all right yeah no over (laughs) we added 12 more acres to that park yeah but if you count you're you're counting because the sad little islands go up eight acres so really you've just redone a thousand by thousand foot space good job guys i don't know enough about that i just go to universal hideous yeah no mm -mm. so that's the end of the trailers it's kind of sad that every single movie is a remake or a sequel (laughs) or whatever yeah but that's what disney does now they don't do anything new or creative. Unfortunately. Right. Well, look, let's get to the movie. We are doing <laughs> Guardians 2. I'm not going to even say the full title. It's rated PG-13, and it has an 81% on And it's Rotten dropped Tomatoes. five points since when it opened, so hopefully that'll get to where it needs to be. All right, Kelly, let's just get into this then. <clears throat> I would like to hear what you had such a problem with in this movie. Um, zero main ca- character development. Oh, really? Um, the whole zero. learning about your father and all that kind of stuff doesn't, that's not enough of a character development for you? No. Gamora and Nebula becoming sisters for the first time wasn't enough story development no. for you? No, 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 no. Um, Drax's Star-Lord nipples? Star-Lord learning about his dad was a throwaway since they killed him, <laughs> which you knew he was going to be the villain via his name. He should have just been named the villain of the movie. Yes, really? Ego, you guys named him Ego? But Horrible. Let's not forget, we should have done this before. Disclaimer for everyone listening right now. If you think we're going to compare and contrast comic books to Guardians movies, we are not doing that. I personally have never read a Guardians comic, so I am not doing that. I can do that for Dark Tower. I can do that for a lot of things. I never read any Guardian stuff. I do know that Ego is a real character, but all I'm saying is they didn't make it up for the movie. No, yeah. So that's all. So his name isn't the movie's fault. It's one of those things, though, because of the way that they handled this character. Ego is actually kind of a really fun villain, but they dumped him down and they killed him off in one movie because they have to figure out a way to shove Guardians into Infinity War. Yes. As opposed to Ego being a constant villain and being a constant. Like, they didn't explain his little evil plants to take over the world. They, I mean, they don't really touch on that kind of stuff. They don't really touch on that home planet or what Ego is. I thought they um, did. And then they don't explain Chris Pratt's light powers and if they're obtainable if he destroys e like they don't touch on any of that kind of stuff which would be important to know in gar in uh, infinity war here are my three things right now one is i thought they explained his master plan fine i completely understood it unless it's completely different from the comics 
which is fine, but this is the movies anyways. His plan made perfect sense to what he was doing. He was killing off every person and controlling every planet. Second, he is the planet. He's a celestial. He's, he is the planet who was able to make a corporeal form of himself. So that's the second one. And then what was the third thing? Oh, they show that Chris Pratt, Star-Lord, does not have the powers anymore once he killed Ego. Mm. I'm not saying that that won't come back later because I'm assuming he probably has to touch an Infinity Stone at some point, which humans aren't supposed to be able to do. But I don't know any spoilers for Infinity War in that sense. So you're saying that character development is he found out he's an immortal and that Gamora could kill her sister but doesn't. You're right. That's great character development. I'm just... <laughs> Nebula had more character development yes. than ne- the main characters. The main characters had no real character development. Cool, they found out a new fun fact about themselves. Sweet, the more you know, Star Swipe. Actually, I would say Rocket had the most character development, for sure. No character development. He just got to witness an additional character go through character development that he's similar to. He had no character development. No, I believe that he learned lessons mm, uh, from no. Yandu. You don't think so? No. I think Mm -hmm. at the end of that, there's a more strong bond between the Guardians than there was between the first movie to the second one. I mean, he was an asshole and everybody still liked him. Yeah, because that's what family does. Aww. Star swipe, the more you know. Yeah. Crap. They learned that. They learned it. No. Didn't learn anything. Completely doubt that this will have any effect on that character. In another movie. Look, he's always going to be a smartass. That's his character. But no, I think there will be a better bond between him and Quill. Mm. Look, are you telling me that you did not tear up at all during this movie? Absolutely not. What? I actually thought that this two-hour movie felt like forever. I checked my watch four different times, and I made note of it. Because it was dragging and giving me nothing to care about. And the soundtrack, cool. Two good songs. Yeah. This is not a soundtrack I will be purchasing. I own the other one. I will not be buying any of this stuff. We played one of the songs, and we're going right. to play the other song at the end. Right. But I because will actually add... Two. No, I would say there's one other one. Cherry Bomb is a fucking great song. So Cool. So they used Cherry Bomb in the first one. Yeah, that's not why it's a, a fucking good song. <laughs> not a new it's song. A good, I just say it's a good song. Also, I loved all their fighting action sequences. They had Avengers move, uh, music playing. That was awesome. No, that was yes. brand new music. I looked nope, at the nope, soundtrack. Nope, nope, nope. Are you sure? Every single time they got into some epic fight scene where they did the pullback where you see all of them. If you listen, that is Avengers fighting music. I've only seen both Avengers once. Over 20 times each. Damn, son. I actually sat up in the theater and I went, seriously, you guys are turning that really? Good job, Disney. Good job. I would have told you to shush. I'm so lucky we did not see this together. I know. Because I would have been on the edge of my seat watching this and laughing out loud multiple times. And I teared up. Yeah. Yeah. No. The person that was right next to me was probably seeing me like check my eyes a bunch of times. It's a good thing those 3D glasses were on. Right. (laughs) I laughed out loud multiple times. Mm. All right. Mm -mm. So tell me this. I'm going to try and lead this conversation somewhere here. Who stole the show? Drax. I totally yeah. agree with that. Drax As had... Peter Griffin. Throwaway one-liners that half the time, more than half the time, didn't stick. And I actually heard I a, laughed. Uh, oh, I laughed people. multiple times. Come on. When mm. he's calling Mantis ugly, it's hilarious. When he starts gagging and gavomiting, and then he's like, I'm just picturing you and I being physical. <laughs> Come on. It's fucking great. Wow. But my nipples. No. My nipples are sensitive. That was funny. I did laugh at that one. <laughs> Everything else, though, with Mantis, I was like, okay, I kind of get that she's kind of a stupid puppy dog. Yes. Fine. And he doesn't come up. I mean, I get that he's just apparently developed humor. Is his new and Rocket's new thing, hence the winking with the wrong eyes. That was funny. Overplayed. Only at the beginning. There were two jokes on it. There were two okay. jokes on it. Okay. You didn't like when Drax told that Rocket stole the batteries, and then he was like, dude. And he's like, oh, no, I'm, I'm not sure exactly why they'd be chasing us. That's crazy. I can say I laughed twice. I laughed at the nipple thing <laughs> and the trash panda. Other than that, <laughs> those are the only two things. I you know why, at. Kelly? It's so much it's worse. So much worse. <laughs> it's so much worse. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm surprised we're so off on this. Like, I know we've been off on movies before. A lot of times we are similar. But this one's a strange one for me because I'm going to tell you the truth. And this is going to knock your socks off. I like this one better than the first. Wow. Yeah, I really do. 
No, I I, I want to say that my first experience with Guardians, the main movie, the first movie, mm-hmm. set the bar too high is probably what it is. Um, and then I feel like they were using the music in this one not well. They didn't utilize it as well as in the first one. I get that it's hard to find all those iconic songs that kind of right. work, but it felt like they were trying too hard and then still didn't do it right. Versus the music in the other one wasn't driving the story. It was just kind of like, oh shit, that song kind of works for this. Versus sure. we, this song has to go with this yeah. scene. No, specifically, they did bring up Ego and Chris Pratt have that talk where they talk about why the song is so particular <sighs> to their instance and you know all that kind of shit. I think this movie allows now Star-Lord to go and not be hindered by his past anymore. So I think he knows his mother was dead, obviously. Now his father is dead. Actually, both fathers, technically, if we're going to say that Yandu was a father figure to him. And that he found out that one father killed his mother. You knew that was coming. That was probably way too blatant. They probably yeah. didn't have to do it that way because why would he tell him that? Like there was no reason for ego to tell him that besides his ego. Yep. But then I was like, "Oh, you got to get him, Star-Lord." And then they did. <laughs> oh, how we need to start putting these on YouTube cuz that was beautiful. Thank you. That that was an Oscar-winning performance. Just like Drax. Look, who would know that another wrestler would be so good at acting? Drax is so damn good. Dave Bautista? Oh, so horrible. I'm still waiting for him to like sit down, powerbomb someone. It's gonna be now, great. mind you, if he's like performing at the comedy club, I'll totally want to see that. But no, it didn't It didn't work for me. Um, Groot was completely a throwaway. I mean, he's adorable. Oh, cute. You created Chewbacca is what you did. Well, right. Um, but sure. I, like not really. Mm, he wasn't like in the first one. He, he was self-sacrificed and he was... Mm-hmm integrated through the whole movie and like i kind of liked his i am groot i like that humor behind it but wasn't utilized well in this i thought the opening sequence was great the fighting with the worm monster but not really just in the background and baby groot is dancing all around i thought they utilized that pretty well that was innovative song but yeah no that's a great song what are you talking about mr blue sky's not utilized well there I don't know, a happy, upbeat song while all of them are getting their asses handed to them and Baby Groot is dancing? I don't see a problem with that. I I want to say, I guess I expected more from them. I see, would that's the down. thing. I don't know what you guys go into the theater thinking this is going to be. Like, I read some reviews just to see, you know, Rotten Tomatoes rating-wise. You know, they just have the splat and then there's a synopsis of what they mm-hmm. say. People are like, oh, yeah, you know, once again, Marvel's throwing too much into this movie and they don't know when to stop. And then another one said... Yeah. Well, it'll never get the freshness that I had before, but maybe yeah. in the third one. I don't get it. Like, what freshness? Like, did you want them to give you another 12 characters to just randomly have you love again? Like, I don't get it. No, I want you to dive into more of Thanos since you're dealing with the daughter of Thanos that will line you up with Infinity War. I want you to give me more of Chris Pratt. And by the way, Chris Pratt has the least number of lines than any other character in this movie. And it's about him and his dad, apparently. Why don't you talk at all? I've never understood why people like Chris Pratt. It worked fine for me. But it's, it doesn't matter. That character, if it's about him and his dad, which is what this movie is about. I don't think so. I think it's it, about a lot of interconnecting stories. And that just happens to be one that now they don't have to worry about because that was always on his mind, is who is my father? Now he doesn't have to worry about it. Eh. Throwaway. It was a throwaway. All right. What about scene-wise? What about when Yandu and Rocket and Baby Groot are going through the prison ship or their ship that they were kept prisoner? What about the bringing back the wrong things and then the walking through the time where slow motion actually worked well when he's doing the whistle arrow? The slow motion in this movie... I was like, oh, sweet. Cool DCs here. Oh, awesome. don't, don't say that. That slow-mo music, horrible. We're just going to walk away and let our coats walk in the wind. I hate that shit. No, don't it's do that. while dead people are falling all no, around no, no. them. With By Yondu, the way. It kind of worked, but they did it multiple other times with Star-Lord and Gamora. It doesn't work. It looks bad. And you're doing it just to emphasize the song that doesn't go with that part of the movie. Okay. I can understand that part. But scene-wise and continuity, I thought it was good. Yondu and Rocket stuff was great. I hated Taserface. That's fucking stupid. And that was lowbrow. No, you guys could have come up with much more interesting shit. Isn't that that. a real character? Is that not a real character? It's a throwaway character, and you made it that whole escape scene. Like, he wasn't the one who takes over the ship. Like, why are you doing that? No, he did take over the ship. Yeah, in the movie. But I'm just saying, like, out of all the other sub people that are on that, that's who you guys do it just so you can do those bad jokes. I didn't think they were bad jokes. 
um, and I hate the Celestials. They were they weren't villains. Cool gold Barbie dolls. Like this is this is. Those I feel like you're trying to make you use the wrong term. Bad as guardian. We can't confuse people. They were not Celestials. They were the sovereign race. Sovereign race. Yes. No, and I hate the sovereign race. Uh, it they were bad. It it makes you feel like it had a very Asgardian feel to it. Yes. But then not done well. Like you didn't give it that the right kind of pompousness to where it wasn't. You look like a spray painted Barbie doll <laughs> with bad wigs. Like you didn't do that right. Well, wasn't Aisha? Isn't she like a big character in the Marvel universe later on? Yeah. So I'm just saying it's an intro again. But and- it's a bad one. You didn't you didn't set that character up correctly. You have 145 million, and you guys can't do a little bit more research. I mean, you had Stan Lee in it for like 10 minutes. I know. I hated that so much. <laughs> yeah. Seriously? I'm so done with him in the... Like, look, I'll love him for everything he did in the past, but I'm so over seeing him do cameos in movies. I am hoping that that's the last cameo. one. That was almost a scene. Yeah. Like, a cameo I, should be like, oh, he's sitting on the bus behind him. True. I agree. But man, I'm just... I'm so surprised that we're so far off on this. That's all. I'm sorry. How is Ego at the end during the epic battle not Dormammu from Doctor Strange? It's still a hideous face coming out of light, attacking. But once again, that was in the comics. So see, you can't do I, these back to back like that. I can't fault them. That's where them. it looks like you're being cheap. First of all, if we're going to go into that, then let's go into DC and Marvel both using in recent memory many, many times how the end battle is all just a beam of light going up into the sky and people fighting around it. At least we didn't have that. At least Marvel is learning their lesson from that. DC still hasn't because Suicide Squad had it, and so did Batman v Superman. Right, but DC's not going to learn, so let's not get on that well, sad little abused child. I That's... thought we were talking about that later. <laughs> well, still. I got you. Nothing surprises me with DC. You're kind of like, oh, you're the kid who should have dropped out but didn't. Oh, okay. I know your character. I kind of assumed this level from you. So are you telling me that the characters that they built up in Volume 1 mm. are now damaged based on Volume 2? No, they're the exact same characters with nothing else to give you, apparently. And I Groot's going to pee a teenager. Ooh! Come on. That was fucking funny. Don't deny it. Don't deny it. That was funny. Wow. Really? Come on. That was good. Come on. To have Star-Lord have to pretend to be like a parent figure to him and him just doing the, I am Groot. That works. It does, but it's simple. But so is Baby Groot. I mean, all that stuff is simple. We have to work our way back to when he's full size and regular Groot again. I get that. But now you're just a throwaway character until you get back to who you were. He's still the one that set off the fucking bomb. And come on, the whole pressing no, the button, the button, thing, yeah. the button but, thing was oh, funny. Okay, so I didn't have to spend my money and I could have just watched any trailer then because it was in every single trailer. So in your version, because we did see different versions, what did Drax say to Mantis when she got hit by the meteor rock? I don't remember. Oh, in my version, it was the one where it was very delayed. And after she was basically knocked out, he said, Mantis, get out of the way. Mantis, watch out. Wow. I don't know. Did I all of a sudden get feelings and emotions? Is that why I enjoyed this more? Um, Somehow you got accidentally hotboxed before you went and saw this. Because Stoner would love this movie. It was colorful. It was very colorful. Yeah. It was everything Suicide Squad wanted to be. I just, I don't know. But I I, cared more about the Suicide Squad characters. No, see, I didn't. And that's what I was going to say is I don't think they made me care about anyone in Suicide Squad at all. Did you care when Flame Guy died in Suicide no, Squad? No, I care about Harley Quinn. She's the only one who talked to me that, that fit, that I could follow. No, no I could care less no about the, the one you were supposed to connect to was Deadshot. Which you don't. Well, that's what I'm saying. They spent because the whole like, movie. Oh, it's just Will Smith. They've spent the whole movie trying that. But you're telling me that you weren't connected a little bit to Yandu? Not at all? Not a main character. But for what he did for Star Lord, no, 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 no. made him something. The, the side characters were fantastic. They get they gave you a great background with Nebula. I liked their, yeah. they explained her a little bit more. I thought that was great. I loved everything they did with Yondu. That explained Yondu more. He was one of the characters I really enjoyed from the first one. I liked that right. kind of character. Mm-hmm. And then of course they kill him off. But I do like he went out with a mohawk. Like that is kind of cool. Yeah, he went out with the official Finn. Right, prototype. Craglin was great. I mean, the point of Sylvester Stallone was? Yes, I think that part I could have definitely done without. I think that even though it will probably never come up again except for 
a side thing that they show for like a minute or something is them reuniting as the original, quote unquote, original Guardians team. They're the original Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, with a couple members extra. I read into it just to make sure I knew a little bit of what I was talking about. That'll never happen again. And Sylvester Stallone can't talk anymore. So I don't know why he'd be in a movie. It was bad. Like you almost needed subtitles. But I will say this highlight um, for that movie, uh, Ben Rhymes. Bing Rames? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that one. Super excited. Holy shit, it's Arby's. Look, yes. They could make another cameo in Infinity Wars or something. Like they just get right, killed yeah. right away or something. It's completely right. possible. I will also say this. What did we complain about for months leading up to this? Doritos. Yeah, the marketing, all that stuff. We only had to deal with one product placement, and it wasn't even a major one. Zune? Really? First of all, whoa. Calm down. I was waiting for the finale to talk about that. I laughed my ass off because I still have my Zune. Zune. I bet you can sell that for money now because of this movie. Zune was a superior product. The iPod never came close to doing everything a Zune could. My Zune never broke down for 10 fucking years. And that's why it's still working in Guardians. Because they'd never find a piece of shit like an iPod. So I was very happy that Star-Lord and I have something in common there. Cool. Now you've opened up limitless possibilities to shitty pop music for the rest of these movies now. Yes. Good. I can only hope he Great. gets into post-hardcore. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, well, I think that's Groot's transitional goth years. Yes. I think will be in the next one. That'll I can't be... wait till he starts listening to Marilyn Manson. Oh, it's going to be so awesome. He starts burning his tips to like, yeah, okay. Fuck, yeah. But no, the actual product placement I was talking about with a product that is still around was Dairy Queen. Yeah, okay. And it was just showing the restaurant itself. And that was Getting it. Smushed. So I was at least happy with that. They didn't talk about underwear. They didn't talk about insurance. They didn't talk about Doritos. Anything like that. So that was at least something. Okay. So go back to the Family Guy thing for a second. Was that literally the reference to Family Guy? Is that Drax is like Peter Griffin? Was that it? No. It was all of his lines felt like, we're just going to throw this out here. And they're meant to be initial shock value. I get that they've set up the... Drax has no really understanding of timing and humor, and but I get yeah. that. But it went to a point where this is Family Guy because you're saying stuff for shock value. So do you have a penis? Really? That need to be in there? That whole that was there was no point to that. Like I don't understand. That like, wasn't why a question. Go there. That wasn't a question that you had. No. Because they couldn't go into it further because it's a PD thirteen movie. But <laughs> I'm assuming the reason for bringing it up was because he probably wanted to say like how big was it and all that kind of stuff. But they can't do that. Not necessary. I bet you on the Blu-ray edition there'll be a deleted scene where they talk about, well, if I had the power to make my penis huge like a god, what would I do? I bet you that's a conversation that would have been interestingly funny. Kelly's just looking at me weird. Family gr- family guy. That's I exactly. This is all the kind of bullshit that did have. I don't know why you're ragging on family guy so hard. Eh. I it feel it felt cheap. It felt like you guys didn't put any like intelligent humor in this. Like there wasn't the other ones. The other ones were great eighties references and fun stuff like like Footloose, are you kidding me? Sticks up the butt. That was great. But they didn't do that. They had they had pixels in it for God's sakes. He morphed into Pac-Man. Horrible. See, I thought that was more of his growth, is that he's been making these jokes for so long now that he doesn't need to make them all the time. He's learning to adapt to their situations. I have uh, two words for you. Uh, Knight Rider. Oh, sorry. Yeah, the David Hasselhoff stuff. Dude, they wrote and he sang the credit songs. Horrible. That was David Hasselhoff. Yeah, I know. It was part of it. It was part of it. It wasn't all of it. Too much of it. And the cameo. Really? I I expect you in Baywatch. I'm sure he will be in Baywatch. Oh, I'm sure he will be in Baywatch too. Hopefully they make him like a lewd pervert or something that they have to stop. <laughs> He's the guy that comes up and just starts flashing people and like yeah. runs off the beach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> like that. I mean, it's rated R anyways, perfect. so why not do it? I don't know, Kelly. I just, I don't, I don't see it. I legitimately laughed. I enjoyed myself. I mean, maybe if I watch it again, it'll be different. Okay, listen, would you pay to see it again in the theater? Yes. Yes, I would. Yeah. No, you get the shoulder shrug because... I am very serial when it comes to if I enjoy the movie. Are I you see it super multiple serial? times. Super serial? In the theater. <laughs> <laughs> this is a movie. I'm excited the fact that I only saw this in standard def and I'm not out an additional amount of money. Because even there was no great credit scenes. There was nothing. You gave me nothing. Yes. They set up a character for later on in the Marvel Universe for people. Look, I'm assuming people watch the movie if they're listening because we've been spoiling everything. So, Well, tr- I mean, plus, I mean, you should know from any of the other podcasts, this is kind of what we do. That is very true. So, yeah, yeah, they set up Adam Warlock, 
who is a main character. But look, I never got into Adam Warlock's character in Marvel Comics. Yeah. It's just one of those ones where I never did, but he does play a part. So I set that up for the Sovereign as their, like, next generation or whatever. Right. Then they had the Stanley talking to the Watchers, which makes nothing, no point whatsoever. It's just a reason to do it. Right. And then you had the Teenage Groot and Star-Lord, and you had the original Guardians coming back together Homage. after being yeah after being ravagers now they're back so yes it did not set up there was absolutely one mention of infinity stones and that was just because that's how ego found him was mm-hmm. that he heard stories of a human that was able to touch an infinity stone and you know didn't die right so i was surprised i thought there was supposed to be something else that went from this movie to next, but it looks like they could do another movie without even bringing up Infinity Stones or the next movie would be all about it. All we know is that Nebula is going to try and kill Thanos. That's all we know. Yep. But that's okay. I don't need all the movies to lead to Infinity War. Like, I no, don't expect... exactly. No, I'm fine with that, but then you still need to give me a good movie. For me, they did. Okay. For me, I have this in my top five Marvel movies. Wow. Do you have a top five? I have a top five. What is your top five? It's not in it. That's okay. You can still answer the question. All right. Um, I'll probably do, let's see, in no particular order, right. Iron Man 1, uh, Civil War. I like the first Avengers. I think it's good what they did with Coulson and how they brought them together. I do like the original Guardians. Deadpool has to be in there, period. So I have no order either, but I have a top five. Logan? Yeah, I'd put Logan in there, too. Captain America Civil War, Captain America Winter Soldier, Deadpool, and Guardians 2. Okay. But, I don't know, Guardians 1 is like a number 6 or whatever. I want to say this is probably my least... I mean, I'm borderline... This is better than Howard the Duck. No, come on. We all know that Marvel makes superior movies. It's better than the Tobey Maguire movies. It's better than all of the X-Men. It's better, except for Logan. Logan. See, I put it above all the Iron Mans. Mm -mm, Mm-mm, mm-mm. All the Thors. All the Hulks? Uh, well, yeah, all the Hulks, duh. The Avengers don't even play into any... Like, I liked the first one. I hated the second one. But see, that was a great villain. Ultron was a great villain. James Spader did an amazing job with him. Like, but I still he think wanted they, to hunt him down. They pulled their punches, though, a lot with what they could have done. Because once again, it was the same type of ending again. Yeah. Like, it was the same movie again. Yeah. It at least set up Civil War to be what it was. It has set up things. Yeah. But that's just it, though. Guardians didn't set up for Infinity and then still didn't really... I wanted at least one character to get a, to really... I feel like the Star-Lord you get at the beginning of this movie is the same at the end. I don't think so. I think he got to talk about his unspoken bond with Gamora. With Hasselhoff. I think that that has now gone further. And I think that now he's not hindered by family stuff anymore. So now he can go on and be himself. I do like the fact that they've kind of cleared up, well, if you have a spacecraft, why did you never go back to Earth? Because that's where my mom died. I kind of get that. I kind of like that they clearly stated that. He was a mama's boy. I two hours for that. I thought there was plenty of other stuff that made this interesting. So you think that the 81% is perfectly fine on Rotten? No, I would have this at like a 92. Okay. 91, 92, somewhere around there. I will never be able to understand how people expect them to be able to recreate the first one. No, that's not what I'm looking for. But that's what other people are, though. Other people are expecting it to be fresh. Like, I don't know what that means. When this movie did not do what all the standard superhero movies do normally. Like, I'm not talking Logan because that's not a standard. No, I'm talking about just just a regular. Yeah, I'm talking about just a regular continuation of a story. They didn't redo the first one. And then there was another storyline that was supposed to make you care about the characters more, which it certainly did for me. So I don't know where the this isn't as fresh as the first one comes in. Unless they're talking about the music thing, which you were talking about. But that's not enough. No, but uh, what I mean is that I want them to go on an adventure that touches on all of them. And I don't think it really did. Drax didn't really. He's uh, like, cool. So we got to make fun of Mantis. That's whatever. Groot was used as another utility, which he always is. Rocket's still another utility, like he always is. I don't agree with that whatsoever. Yondu was fantastic. Uh, that gave me a that gave me a, something that I cared about. If you had continued with Yondu, 
then the storyline with family that he had in the past wouldn't have finished. So No, exactly. Yeah, like how is he now, now that he has a realization that Yondu was the father figure to him that he wanted, how would that continue if Yondu was alive? No, no, no. But see, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. The non-main characters helped push this story through because you did get that you get the nebula you got her whole story you get why she's is the way she is and right. why that hatred's there and understandably it kind of makes gamora look like more of a shitty person which she wasn't great to begin with but whatever but i like what they did with yondu i think yondu was the saving grace for where i would rate this on rotten tomatoes i just don't know how you don't see an arc for rocket either that's my thing right now is that i don't it's not his arc it's yondu's I think he's just a similar personality. So he's like, oh, I can kind of relate to that. For him to be open, which you wouldn't expect him to do, I think that's what made his character progress is that he was open with it. And then with the end scene where everyone comes for the funeral and he mentions the stealing the batteries, that it was his fault that all this happened. And Star Lord says, well, of course we're still family, you know, like that kind of thing. It's a throwaway for him. But it means something for Rocket. It means that they are an actual family. When Rocket told Yondu, welcome to the Guardians, and left him, there was character development there. I'll see it if they continue with it in the next movie. If it doesn't get thrown back to, or if you don't see any type of difference, then it was all throwaway. I guarantee you see a sacrifice of Rocket at some point, just because of this setup, where he normally wouldn't do that. Maybe for Groot, for sure, but not right. anyone else. Now this has solidified the familyness of Guardians. Okay. That's the way I look at it. Look, maybe I grew emotions. I don't know. It's completely possible. You know, this this rough, hard exterior like Drax's skin. I I don't know. My heart grew ten sizes that day. <laughs> Softy. <laughs> and I'm gonna say something that I said I would say if it happened, I was pleased with James Gunn. I, See, I was more pleased with Sean Gunn in this. Well, he did a great job as Craglin. He did yes, do a great job. Yes, Andy actually on set, he was Rocket. He was the one feeding everybody the lines and doing the timing. Oh, okay. Yeah. For me, this makes up for the Belco experiment. Because I know Sean Gunn listens to the show. And sure. I know this Shout has out. been like bothering him for a while. So just want to let him know that I was pleased. And I hope he continues. Stamp of approval from Ian. <laughs> you got I a, had a from me. Oh, that's oh, fine. <laughs> Is there anything that we need to mention that we have forgotten? Fun little Easter egg. If you actually sit and watch the moving pictures during the credit scene, um, Jeff Goldblum in his Thor costume is in the credits. Yeah, because he's in fucking next Thor. I know. Yeah. He's like a and big he's going to be in the next Jurassic World. <laughs> is Chris Pratt going to as well? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so awful. Let me ask you this. As an aficionado mm. for... Marvel men superheroes taking clothes off. Did you like the scene where Star Lord had his shirt off? No, more ripped in the first one. I had hunched like you got to be able to. There's a stance you got to have. I had old episodes of Park and Rec on yesterday. Huge difference. He was so fat. Like (laughs) it's crazy. Yeah. No, there's a big change though. I mean, he's no Chris Evans. We know he's no Chris Evans. Still. I had to ask. Yeah. There were no women doing anything in the movie. So yeah, no, yeah, boo. Besides those robot strippers, I guess, but <laughs> which had a very fifth element theme to it, and I'm like, oh, I don't know how I like where this is going. In five more years, we'll have that. They'll be Yay, affordable. But finally. first, Blade Runner. Yeah, oh, the new one. <laughs> yep. I can't take it. Yeah, horrible. I guess that's it then, right? Yeah, we pretty much covered it. Oh, and my Rotten Tomatoes, in case you're wondering, mid fifties. Fucking ridiculous. Yep. So when I buy this movie, we're gonna have to watch it again. Okay. I just don't know what's wrong. Maybe you were, I don't know, in a mood or something. Well, I mean, I was there with 900 other children, and you can see that on my Instagram. You so did that was post fun. that picture. Yes, that was a very oh, sarcastic I actually got because I was the only person who dressed up at this movie theater. I got a prize. What is that? It is actually a commemorative popcorn bucket. Give it to me. I want it. Maybe. I don't eat popcorn, though, but I put other stuff in it. You probably put wings in this. Yeah, you could put wings in this. I could put beer in that, too. There you go. No, I mean like literally pour beer into it and just drink out of it. Yes. <laughs> I didn't know they had a dress up thing. They certainly didn't for my showing. Oh, I had no idea that there was a contest either, but I was in full Star Lord, so Wow. That's how I do it. That's how I roll. Wow. Yep. Well, let me ask you this then at least. Mm. Would you recommend this movie to people? Background noise. 
I would definitely recommend this movie to people. I am surprised at how very, very different Kelly and I are on this because normally I'm the one who rips into movies like this. But I think I beat her on every single argument that she brought up. So Yeah, please write in on that one. Yes. Let me know what you really think. You can contact me, ianhates at gmail.com and then facebook.com slash ianhates and on Twitter and Instagram, it's at Ian Hates Podcast. So there right, you go. And then you can congratulate me on my correct analysis on Instagram at Nerdy Girl Ivy or write in and, and like the awesome photos at Facebook at Nerdy Girl Ivy. Well, they should definitely do that. But there is no way that I'm being outvoted because I know for Super a fact right. I haven't talked to one person who didn't like the movie. No, see, I got text messages confirming. <sighs> I'm telling you, I laughed, I cried, I had a great thrill ride. It was all good for me. You got one Star Wars idiot who clapped. I mean, it's a win-win-win. He clapped at the end of the movie, too, and I was like, come on, dude. <laughs> it's like Because that's what you do. It's how you show respect. It's like when someone wears the band t-shirt to the band they're going to see that night. Don't be that guy. Dress up and be Star-Lord and go to the movie. That's so dumb. It's not a play. So much fun. They don't care that you've done it. That's the thing. It's, when you clap, it's, it's full immersion. It's what you do. Hence the whole point of cosplay. It can't be full immersion because most people dress up as villains. So you can't be that character if you were full immersion. Be a psychopath. Mm, semantics. There was a lot of fucking killing in this movie as well. A lot of people died. I do like the fact that... Why do I keep... the Gold people. What are they called? Sovereign. Those ones. I love the fact that that was a video game for them. They never they were, lost they were just a person. They're just more pissed. They're like, oh. So we'll end with that. But there is something I still wanted to talk about. And that was, Kelly, what do you think of The Defenders? Um, Well, my roommate is really into Jessica Jones, so I'm familiar oh, with that I character. Too. I am yeah. so into her. I personally loved her from Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23. Me too. And I also enjoyed her from, uh, uh, Breaking obviously, Bad. the Yacht one. Pigman's girlfriend. Yep. Um, I've seen some of it. It's uh, these characters don't mean a whole lot to me. Um, and then I just love the fact that Iron Fist does nothing but shit ratings. I am yes. excited to see what they're gonna do with Daredevil though, because they did a great job with Daredevil. So for people that don't know, The Defenders is a very old comic book series. Once yeah, again, in, yeah. in Marvel. And really what they did was they took the kind of anti-heroes, the ones that weren't ever part of a group or didn't have the same Fringe. philosophies. Yeah, they didn't have the same philosophies on why they save people, like all that kind of stuff. And they would get together. So like the Hulk was a staple of you know them because obviously he's a lot different than everyone, that kind of thing. Mm. Because Marvel has four shows on Netflix, which is Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist. Right. They are teaming up. I think it's an eight-part miniseries, full hour-long episodes, I believe. So it's kind of like Sherlock. If you guys are into BBC's Sherlock, it's going to feel like that. I was when it was called Psych. <clears throat> <laughs> but they are deciding to do The Defenders with those four characters. So you can look up the trailer to see what they're doing in that situation where there are four very different superheroes teaming up together. First of all, I thought Daredevil's the best. Obviously, there's no yeah. doubt no, about that. The, yeah, they made up for the movie. Thank God. Oh, yeah. The second season is also very good. It didn't even really dip down that no, much. Yeah. And adding Electra to that second season was fucking great. Jessica Jones is a very, very close second. I okay. think that whole season is great because Kilgrave is a great character. It was very dark. True. Yeah. Very, very Which, dark. Um, uh, if you guys are Doctor Who fans, it's um, David Tenenbaum. And she does a great job as Jessica Jones. And she's that complete anti-hero for Kilgrave. It works very well. Luke right. Cage was okay. I still have like yeah. a couple episodes still left to go. It was fine. Iron Fist, I just, I don't know what it is. It's like there's no passion to it. There's yeah. no anything. It's just so slow. Feels like a cheap version of The Flash. Like it kind of does. Yeah, I couldn't get into The Flash. Yeah. Them all teaming up, though, might work well. So I am interested. I think there's enough there to pull through the characters that are a little, eh. They just have to figure out, or we have to figure out, who they're going to be fighting against. Like, why are they teaming up? I think they have to change. It has to be someone bigger. Batman. Marvel's going straight for DC. They're going right for DC. <laughs> the legends of tomorrow. They take out all the Gotham kids. It's going to be bad. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's funny. But yeah. So that was just one other thing that I wanted to go over. So we actually can tell everyone that we do know what next week's movie is going to be. <laughs> Yay! We're ahead. We are. Bit. It's this crazy. Time. So that movie is going to be 
what is it? Thriller, break-in movie. What's that called again? Home invasion. Home movie. Yeah. Home invasion. Home movies. Yeah. Home invasion. (laughs) Home invasion. It's called Don't Breathe. And it has a higher Rotten Tomato score than Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yeah, it does. Which is crazy. So I've already watched the movie. I'm ready to go. Kelly's going to watch it. We're going to do it next week. So that gives you guys some time to go ahead and watch it yourselves. Before we ruin it for you. You'll be ready for for it. Yeah. I figure that's good, right? Yeah, totally. So, Kelly, now that we're done with all this shit, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Well, we've kind of already touched on this. Um, My epic awesomeness can be followed on Instagram and Facebook at Nerdy Girl Ivy. If you ever want to follow an account, that's just always wrong. (laughs) With hot photos. Yes, with hot photos. See, if you follow my accounts for Ian Hayes, no photos, photos, but always (laughs) right. It's crazy. So really, it's semantics. If only we could combine forces, Kelly. If only. So no. crazy. So even though I did also mention some of the plugs before, you can find all the links in the description of this episode. Ian hates movies. Ian hates music. It's all there. It's all for you. It's all free. That's the other thing, too. This is all fucking free. I think we start charging people. I think we start making some money so we can go see more Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Mm. <laughs> Yay! But no, only kidding. It is all free, all for you. So go ahead and check out all those links if you would like to support us. Once again, going to iTunes and rating us five stars if you enjoy us. Leaving a comment, that all really, really helps. So just another thing, yes. Yes, please. And I kind of touched on this a little bit with Ian off um, this lovely podcast, but I've decided because I'm trying to not be as big of a slacker that the next big Marvel, which will be Spider-Man Homecoming, I'm sure there'll be some sort of double feature and we're going to be having a contest that involves you people in which I will be buying your ticket to do that double feature with moi. So no airfare or hotel is included in this but if you would like to fly out to do it if you win then that's great if not kelly and i are in the greater new england area yes it should be okay you can drive down to whatever theater and we can work everything out but i do so love that kelly is now whoring herself out for the show pretty much for ratings (laughs) it's about time stars and likes it's about time i don't have to do it now so that's great right full participation now so when does spider-man come out it is going to be over um, 4th of July holiday weekend, I believe. Or it's July 7th. I think I've seen a jump between the two. But it's going to be in July at some point. You're <laughs> sure it's not June? No. I no, thought no, it no. was much sooner. July 5th. July 5th? Yep, okay, that's yeah. what I'm looking no, at right July. now. 4th of July. Yeah. Yep. That makes sense. That's better. Gives us a little bit more time. So, Kelly, you and I have to work out how to do this properly then, right? No, no. Yeah, this is purely a teaser. We'll we'll figure this out hopefully by July. Fingers crossed. We need to figure this out by June. Right, because like we actually have to tell you what yes. you need to do to win the contest. Beginning of June, we will have details for everyone, and then we can figure it out. Yeah. So yay, movie with Kelly. Yay! And I do dress up. <laughs> and it will be Just mandatory that you do as well. That could be part of it, yeah. We'll have you in the new Spider-Man costume, but then the other person in the old Spider-Man costume that he ends up having to wear because the new one gets taken away, which they show in the trailer. Oh. Yep. (laughs) He's got to prove himself, you know? (gasps) Oh, man. All right. Kelly, do you have any final words for everyone? You know, Ian, I do not kill with my gun. I kill with my heart. You're not allowed to do that, Kelly, without doing the rest of it. I don't know why you would think you could just use one line of it. Because that's the only one that actually stands true with me. I'm going to do this for everyone here. We're going to do it again in August as well. I do not aim with my hand. He who aims with his hand has forgotten the face of his father. I aim with my eye. I do not shoot with my hand. He who shoots with his hand has forgotten the face of his father. I shoot with my mind. I do not kill with my gun. He who kills with his gun has forgotten the face of his father. I kill with my heart. That is the gunslinger creed, motto, code, whatever you want to call it. Panty dropper. So and that's a pickup line. Just as a little extra thing, for people that don't know who might be new to the show, the way I end every single <laughs> podcast. Except for one. Except for one. Which one was that one? I forget. The that. one I said it first. <laughs> oh, that is right, you son of a bitch. Yes. The ending line that I will end with in a second is from Roland. And there's a give and take that maybe once Kelly sees the movie, she will be able to say it back to me. And then we will have a different ending for the show. The circle will be complete. 
So I will leave you the way I always do, long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone.